0: When you were a kid, did you want to be an astronaut, a crossing guard? Sometimes our dreams feel a little all over the place, but we're not alone. In fact, McDonald's created an education platform, APA Next, with all the resources Asian Pacific
1: American students like us need to navigate the next steps, or even figure out what they are. With streaming workshops on college admissions and more, a lot of the work is done for us. Come take a look at apanext.com and decide what's next for you. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. I got a loaded show for you all today, so without any further delay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Goldmore again here. You can find me on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Guys, we are talking about aew's all out pay-per-view with the match results with the grades uh i personally uh didn't watch it like live i just watched like some re uh recaps and highlights and i have to tell you this was honestly a great pay-per-view uh i wouldn't say it was the best in the world but definitely they are really putting out the the big guns for a second pay-per-view and i was definitely happy about that and later in the show today we are going to be talking about julio jones with his contract extension no he's not signed uh from the time you're hearing this nor is he signed yesterday of monday then i need to update this podcast by releasing a second one later today so without any further delay let's go ahead and get into the big subject of today and that is aew's all out pay-per-view from from all in to all out all elite wrestling has taken chances continuously to get to this stage with the return of chicago to with its return to Chicago on Saturday, excuse me, AEW presented its most important event to date. The first AEW world champion would be crowned with veteran Chris Jericho faced up and coming star hangman Adam Page. After a brutal injury at his hands, Cody finally got his opportunity to get his hands on Sean Spears. This promised to be the most violent con- contest of the night, though only on paper because of the story presented. When well, John Moxley was unfortunately injured and forced to pull out of the all-out pay-per-view, it was hard to imagine anyone could step into his role. However, Pac, a.k.a. Neville from WWE, was willing to take on that challenge, setting up a dream match with Kenny Omega, and boy, did that deliver. The Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers reached the final act of their rivalry as they fought in an Escarla. deal... The match is <laughs> basically a ladder match for the AAA world tag team titles. The AEW women's championship match was set with the two contenders being determined in the Xano battle royal and the grudge match between, uh, Rio and Hikarayo Shada. Guys, I, I am so sorry if I am not pronouncing these names right. I don't know a lot of these indie stars really too well by their names. Uh, Those were just a few of the many big matches of this jam-packed card that could, that could help to decide the future of the wrestling business. So to start off the show, you got the 21 Woman Casino Battle Royal. With the result, Nyla Rose winning the 21 Woman Casino Battle Royal, last eliminating Britta Baker to earn the first spot in the AEW Women's Championship match. The Bleacher Report is giving that a C C+. Second match of the night is Private Party versus Jack Evans and and Aneclo. With Private Party defeating Aneclo and Evans by Pinfall, Bleach Report gave it a B. SoCal Uncensored and Lutras Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt was the third match with a B minus with SEU defeating Lutras, Jungle Boy, and Stunt by Pinfall. Cracker Barrel Clash. (laughs) Uh, Darby Allen versus Joey Genla and versus Jimmy Havoc. So basically a triple threat match. So I am, I don't know what a Cracker Barrel Clash is. <laughs> I didn't see that one in the highlights. But anyway, so the result came as a B B plus with Havoc defeating Janula and Allen by pinfall. Oh boy! And then the match pretty much of the night was Kenny Omega versus Pack. Pack went right after Kenny Omega early, beating him down and wearing him out with everything at his disposal. While the best bount machine pushed his way back into the match, he took too much punishment, especially from Pack's devastating German suplexes. Omega seemed poised for a victory as he was prepared for the one-winged angel, but Pack turned into a turn it into a brutalizer. Omega tried to fight, but passed out with the referee stopping the match. And Bleach Report gives that a A. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely. It Honestly, it deserves an A+. Plus in my opinion. But an A is definitely fine with me. Best Friends versus the Dark Order to earn a first round tournament by. Uh, with Dark Order defeating the Best Friends by pinfall. Bleach Report gives it a B B+. Ryo versus Haraki Shada. Again, sorry for brute. Which are in the names uh, for the second spot in the AEW Women's Championship match, with uh, Rio defeating Shada by pinfall to earn the second spot in the AEW Women's Championship match. And Blue Report gives that an A minus, so that is the highest graded match so far. Cody Rhodes defeated Sean Spears, aka really, I think it was tied. I think, yeah, it's Todd Gellinger. Okay, I had to look at the picture right here. And uh that whoa, that match was a D plus. Ah, that's really low, guys. Uh so really it wasn't a match that nobody was looking forward to. Even though um Sean Spears did attack Cody like just out of nowhere, I was quite shocked about it. But hey, you know, Sean Spears, aka Ty Dillinger. He, he's he's growing, man. He's growing. Uh, people loved him in WWE. So definitely AEW is the right spot for him. And I cannot wait to see what he's going to be whenever the AEW TV deal comes into effect in October. The AAA Tag Titles Ladder Match, the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks. With the Lucha Brothers defeating the Young Bucks to retain the AAA World Tag Team titles, and Bleach Report does give that a B-. And finally, we got Chris Jericho versus Hangman Adam Page for the AEW World Championship. With Chris Jericho defeating Page to become the inaugural AEW World Champion, and Bleach Report gives us a B+. Now, here's the problem, uh, guys. AEW went the safe route, and I kind of agree with it, but at the same time, I disagree with it. If you really wanted to stand out from the crowd, Chris Jericho would have sold for Adam Page to become the inaugural world champion. And I would have been perfectly fine with that because then you're separating yourself from WWE by giving away like, okay, well, really, you know, you're in this match, well, you're you're gonna win, obviously. I mean, look look at the momentum you've been getting. But here, you know, it's been balanced ish a little bit, but at the same time, I think AEW should have went the the route that WWE would have been afraid to take of. And that was putting the world title on hangman page or Adam page. Excuse me. So, um, and, and Baron Corbin, uh, on WWE was, uh, I think he liked the Instagram post or he commented on the Instagram post. I cannot remember off the top of my head, but just talking about how WWE fans, say that, um, you know, the the oldies need to... It, it was something crazy about the old-time wrestlers becoming world champions and not giving the um, the young ones an opportunity at the world title, but they're not complaining about Chris Jericho at the age of 48 fixing to be 49 in November um, becoming the world champion. So it was kind of like why are you dissing us for giving the world title to like a Brock Lesnar or Bill Goldberg? Um, but you got Chris Jericho at the age of pretty much 49 being the world champion, you know, you should be over there complaining too. So this is going to be very interesting now, uh, to see where this is going to go for Baron Corbin. um, I mean, I know he just can't just walk on over there, you know, get on the mic and like, screw all of you, you know, you should watch WWE or whatever. No, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe what's going to happen, he's going to keep running his mouth about this on Twitter and Instagram and potentially uh, get something started with AEW and WWE. Who knows? But that was the first step, I think, to becoming something pretty dramatic here in the near future of uh potential AEW just throwing out something in their TV skit saying, yeah, we like giving uh, the, the world title to our, our older generation because they actually know how to wrestle or something, you know, and then that's going to be throwing shots at, you know, Bill Goldberg and Undertaker at their older ages. So, uh, yeah, so it's going to be very interesting. But overall, guys, this entire pay per view now, despite me not watching the entire thing, but getting highlights, I also give the entire pay per view a B plus. this entire pay per view did deliver, and I'm I'm quite excited for the future of AW whenever they come to TNT in October. And of course, they are going to have their competition with. NXT that is here, I think, in the next couple weeks, actually, for, uh, in September. Let's see here. I know it's going to be a Wednesday night. I want to say it was the 11th or the 18th. I will definitely confirm that for you guys on the next podcast, which will be um, f- September 6, 2019, at 5 a.m. that morning here on the event Sports Podcast. All right. So now next. And the final discussion of today's podcast <clears throat> excuse me, is Julio Jones with his Atlanta Falcons contract. Now the, now, the Atlanta Falcons, to me, in my honest opinion, I think they're going to be Thursday or Friday getting Julio his contract. Here's why. Because <clears throat> if you look at the Grady Jarrett deal that was done in June, I think it was. Or it might have been, might have been maybe May, March. I think it was March, actually. Oh, gosh. I'm getting like a real bad, like, sore throat coming on. And I really need to get this podcast done so I can have a few days to like recoup (laughs) from that. But anyway, so the Julio Jones contract kind of is going to make me think of the Grady Jarrett deal where... It was, yeah, it was actually March 14th, if I'm not mistaken, exactly one hour before the deadline where people, where the teams can sign their franchise, you know, tendered players. The Atlanta Falcons were one hour away from not actually getting the deal done, but they did and Grady Jarrett was happy. So it makes me think that we're going to get this Julio Jones deal done I'm talking like last second of the last day before we head up to Minnesota to face the Vikings. That's when we're going to get it. So really, I would say, honestly, Friday evening is when we're going to get that Julio Jones contract done. And I hope I'm wrong about that. I really am. Because I would love to discuss the Julio Jones contract and how great of a wide receiver he's going to be for this season's Atlanta Falcons. So um, if Julio Jones does get that contract, let's say between today and Thursday, I will make the emergency podcast, but if it's Friday evening, that I'll still make the emergency podcast on top of the regular podcast that I normally do at 5 a.m. here on the Morgan Sports Podcast. But Julio Jones, honestly, guys, to me, I think it is going to be that late Friday evening just because the Falcons love waiting last minute to get things done. And I believe, honestly, this contract is going to be about $120 I could just really visualize seeing – the contract being 120 million and probably a five year extension because Julio Jones is going in his age 30th season for the Atlanta Falcons. And he, I mean, he's been a Falcons for life, but age 30 season for the Atlanta Falcons, I would give him a five year contract worth up to $120 million with 70 million of that guaranteed. So that's a lot of change. That's a lot of change for Julio Jones. And I believe he's going to get it. So anyways, guys, that is all the time I have for today. But I'm sure if you didn't join, if you did make sure to like button on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Till then, I, Camorgan, catch you all later. Peace.